Fill our cup, Lord, till we want no more. Fill our cup until we are whole, are whole. Amen. So, we have just listened to the encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And every time I hear or read this story, there is something new that is brought to my attention. Today, I wonder what is at the bottom of the well? How clean and healthy is the water being drawn from it? I wonder if Jesus is hungry for some tangible food and thirsty for water. I also wonder if he was yearning for a different type of connection with a woman as he was nearing fulfilling his destiny or his purpose in life. Or if he was just so tired and desperate and could not figure out how to get the water himself. Maybe he just wanted someone different to talk to. As I read the text with Brian, I imagine what I would be thinking and saying, if I saw a stranger, especially in the identity of a man, telling me to give him something to drink. <laughs> I imagine I would have said something like this, excuse me, <laughs> who is this man? Your people don't even talk to people like me. What are you talking about now? And where is the bucket that you're going to use to get this living water. Do you think you're better than my ancestors? Okay, okay. Just give me this water you're talking about. Okay, man. Oh, prophet. If you already knew my business, why didn't you just say who you were already? <laughs> I love that this Texas position during Women's History Month, a month that highlights the contributions of women that they and what they have made in the states, in the United States, and the special achievements they have made in American history. A look back in time tells us that between first and third, the first and third century A.D., Mary the Jewish was the first woman alchemist, also known as Mary the prophetess. And she invented the bain-marie, or the water bath or double boiler. Hypatia of Alexandria was a scientist that invented the water distiller. 
Ellen Shallow Richards was the first woman admitted to MIT to study chemistry and her studies in water pollution have paved the way for others in the study of water pollution and design safe supply systems for this world. And speaking of water, we are in a water crisis today. The floods in California, the water crisis unfolding in Jackson, Mississippi, the contaminated water in Palestine, Ohio, and the ever-going issues in Flint in Michigan. Figures from the World Economic Forum suggest 2.2 million people in the United States are without running water and basic indoor plumbing. This is a, a global crisis, and in most countries, women are often responsible for collecting the water. It just seems as though women typically occupy life-giving places. There is an expectation that women are brilliant enough, careful enough, and nurturing enough, and responsible enough to be trusted to care for others, especially families, biological families and communal families. The control of water is also a source of power. Safe and running water is a justice issue. The last Congress passed a bipartisan infrastructure framework that created a $55 billion investment in the nation's water infrastructure, which was the largest investment in clean drinking water and wastewater infrastructure in American history. And who would have thought a mixed-race woman with a male roommate doing a traditional task would run into Jesus? The Samaritan woman is making history in this text. This is the longest and most evenly balanced dialogue between Jesus and an individual in the canonical gospels. And the Samaritan woman holds her own. <laughs> she was a worthy conversation partner that offered theological substance and authenticity. She made the conversation worth her time and his answering the right questions and becoming a missionary for a moment. There was no thought or hesitation of talking with the man, even though this was contrary during that time. She did not mind being on the edge of controversy. 
She knew that topic was a dividing point between Samaritans and Jews, and she didn't mind telling this man that she had another man at home that was not her husband. And Jesus did not mind using his prophetic privilege to share info about her business. And she affirmed Jesus as a prophet and continued with the conversation. She had no questions about worshiping God in spirit and in truth. She found hope in knowing people were going to be able to worship anywhere soon. I also probably would have dropped my water jar too. But I know I would have picked it up when I realized how important that water was to me and my family. And I would have been screaming as I told my people about the Messiah. You know, there are so many lessons that can be taught from this, this story. We can see it is possible to have a theological conversation even when both parties have different insight. We can see we can have dialogue with people who do not necessarily share our culture. And we can see that the woman in the story stayed true to her faith formation and her foundation and is open to new possibilities when it comes to her faith, even when Jesus kept correcting her for her misunderstandings. She maintained her inquisitive nature and her sharp mind as well as a receptive heart. This includes accepting her ancestor's wisdom and knowing that the divine is ever present. The divine will show up in living water. The same spiritual parent that led her ancestors. Water connects every aspect of life. Water is life. Water is the element connected to healing, creation, and creativity. Water is elegant and fluid and has been linked to the feminine. We are like water. We are mostly water. Just knowing that being a child of God gives me the opportunity to be in an eternal family is life-giving. Knowing that talking to a stranger is the ultimate level of hospitality, which reflects, I too believe in the way of Jesus Christ, is fulfilling to my soul. Knowing that I too am making history and herstory is also affirming. I too am deeply connected to the water in all of its meanings. To know that one day the work of our ancestors' work will not be in vain as we watch justice roll down 
like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. I know it will all be worth it after a while. And as times are tough, we are reminded that the divine will lead us beside still waters, ever present. Amen.